How does it sound? Doing it, y'all. Just doing it. Yeah. What's up? Welcome yeah. to From the Den and the 49th episode, where today we're going to be talking about the Chicago Bears and their preseason performance. Mm -hmm. so, I just got my wisdom teeth out. So um, I'm going to be a little more mellow on this podcast, but um, I'm excited to talk about the Bears. It's been a little while. It's episode 49, so one away from the really exciting episode. Let's talk about the preseason. Yeah, so the Bears won. Met the your Bears. first win. Very, very, very exciting things. Any initial thoughts? Any initial thoughts? I mean, um, win-loss doesn't really matter in a preseason game. So there's that. I um I gotta be honest, I turned off the game after the first half and I thought it was gonna be a loss. So but it, you know, it always does feel good to win. So that's an initial thought. And then I can get into more specific players, but just for the game as a whole, that's what I got. You wanna give you wanna do some studs and maybe one dud because you know it's preseason, so we can just be positive because sure. Studs, studs, studs. All right, let me think of my first stud. I mean, I know who I've I, I know who I've got, but you want to claim him early. All right, I'll just say someone. I'll just say Jaquan Brisker. He looked phenomenal out there. Um, you know, he did make most of his great plays when it was like the third string, but nonetheless, he was making really good hits. Um, almost had an interception, hit the ball away. Love what I saw from him. One thing that's really cool about him is that he single-handedly had a three and out. He got like the tackle on first down, the tackle on second down, and the incomplete. He like forced the all that interception on third down. Yeah, he was he was fine all around. I love that. Single-handedly, like everything I've been hearing out of training camp and all that is that he's going to be a Chicago Bears safety. He is a oh, yeah, he loves hitting. He loves it. Football yeah. player, and he is going to be so fun to watch in like the 10 degree weather of Soldier Field, just destroying players. Oh it, yeah, oh yeah. It, oh, it's just like he's such a perfect player. I can't it's not like perfect, like, oh, he's the best player in the NFL. He just fits the Chicago Bears in their history and everything mm -hmm. about them. He's like, I just love it, you know? It brings me joy. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna talk about Jack Sanborn. He played mm -hmm. really well. First off, he had an interception, he was flying everywhere. This is an undrafted free agent out of I think it's Wisconsin. He just had an unbelievable game. He looked. He, he like did. He really did. People. Um, wait. What's the thing that they say though on fantasy football podcast? It's um news or noise. News or noise. Is Jack Sanborn news or noise? Oh, that's a good question. I have to watch one more game. I can't. I can't say it. Yeah, I think I think it's noise for now. It's noise for now. There's a lot of. I mean, he was playing well. He got in front of the ball, but I mean, he picked off a. Backup quarterback. I know that's what all preseason is, which kind of sucks. It's so funny the way preseason works with like it's just so hard to gauge the level of talent because you can never play a competitive game. And also when you're at like the training camp, Oren and I did we're we're at two of the training camps, I have to say. Yeah. Um it's like if you're a defender, you can't like fully guard the guy on offense because you're not trying to injure your entire team. So like it's just such a interesting thing the way that the preseason and practices work. Yeah. But even, um even the coaches who know so much, the 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 games are the true test. Like the regular season games are the true test for how well they're gonna do. Um you have any more studs? Of course I have more studs. I really liked um Mr. Ebner. <laughs> yeah. I really like Tristan Ebner. Look good out there. Um I don't to be honest, I think it's noise, but it was just a fun game. I don't think he's gonna be better than Herbert or 
Monty, and of course, don't pay running backs. Um, he made a nice cut though, got open for a touchdown, and you know, made me happy. Made me happy. I know you're gonna like this one. Mine was Trenton Gill, the punter. Oh no, no, I wanted to talk about. Okay, I'm gonna add on to that. Man, I knew there was a good one. Oh, I should have said Gill. Okay, go on. He, what <sighs> I've been hearing, what I've like been seeing from his like combine and all that, he's not the strongest. He's not the strongest leg, but he. You just got the ball on the 20 yard line, even the 10 yard line consistently throwing. That was incredible. I, Pat O'Donnell could did not do that ever. Like he was he made like three punts that were more impressive than like pretty much any punt I'd seen Pat O'Donnell make. Pat O'Donnell was just like, I don't know. He, you know, you love your punter, this big meme, good guy, of course. But you know, he was never something great. And wow, we're gonna be seeing a lot of trend and gill this season, and I'm excited for it. <laughs> I'm excited to see yeah. what he's got. I'm excited for it as well. Um, any more studs? Give a give a quick little shout out to TJ TJ Sharp. Hey, yeah, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. TJ to Mister Sharp. <laughs> um, made some great catches. Did a good job hauling in the ball. Love to see it. Um, I'll give a few quickly. Just throw them out there. Dominic mm-hmm. Robinson, the Bears, like nice sack. Got a nice sack there. Yeah, he had a nice sack there. Um, that's just one that's coming to mind. Another one that's coming to mind is Braxton Jones. He played with the first team. He played well. Everyone was like, oh, he's a rookie left tackle. And every single practice, he got more and more hyped, hyped up as being the star uh-huh. left tackle. He came out and he played really well. And I was very impressed. And all I'm going to say is that for all of the, the drama and the craziness that's happened this offseason. Yeah. This Bears draft class looks unbelievable. Uh, because you're talking Brisker, you're talking Brisker. You have Dominic Robinson. You have um, Braxton Jones, Tristan Ebner, Trenton Gill. These are fifth, sixth, seventh. That's true. Players. That is true. Those are good points. I, the also, rookies really showed up in this game. That's a good point. Sec- two out of our three highest picks weren't even playing. Right, and I'm really yeah. excited to see them. Do, you, do you, Are they going to be playing this next preseason game? Yeah, Kyler Gordon said he's going to be playing, and I think Vilas Jones might be playing as well. That's great. I'm so excited to see Vilas Jones just because he's a burst of speed, and I'm very excited to uh, see how that looks. I, yeah. um, I feel like every single Bears draft pick, or almost all of them, I've heard so, so many things about them. Like, this draft yeah. class has the potential to be so good, and I'm just really excited because, you know, Ryan Poles, the way he played free agency was he was playing it safe. And mm-hmm. if you can build a team w- around drafting players, you right? Know, if you're gonna if you're gonna have the Ryan Poles strategy, you got to back it up by making really good draft picks because or else you're just gonna look ter- you're just gonna be a terrible team. So you know if these draft picks pay out, then that's that's really that's really good. <laughs> um, duds. Duds. Give me your duds. Oh, duds. Khalil Herbert. I just mm-hmm. watched him. Drops. Yeah, he had drops. He had a lot of drops. He didn't play great. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, this guy's fine, but nothing great, you know. I'm expecting a bit more, but I'm mm-hmm. not, uh, not counting him out yet. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a creative route with this studs and duds. The offensive line. When Justin Fields was in, I mean, that was that's against a starting caliber defensive line. That's what you can measure it against was just not good. And it was just sad. 
just sad to see. I mean, that's what it's going to be all season. I think he has no receivers and he has little receivers and little O line. I know that you are more positive about this O line than me, but it it worried me a lot to see that see him getting hit. Yeah, and I mean, this O line still a lot of the people that were playing on this O line that were getting beat consistently are not going to be the starters. Like you had, um. Like Riley Reef was not starting. You didn't have Lucas Patrick, who's not who hasn't started yet, who is still hurt, who's coming back. I think. But so. I mean, even so, it's like, <laughs> oh, the guy who's injured is coming in, or the like. They have no chemistry. Yeah, not, no, not a good outlook. I'm. I I agree. It's a big problem. I. You know what? I'm not gonna say they're duds. I was surprised by the receiver play. I did not think it was that bad. I get it. Yeah, who said it was bad? I thought the receivers were good. I'm saying, I'm saying, like everyone's been like, oh, the Bears have no receivers and they have no one and whatever. But yeah, but I think it's hard to show that you have no receivers when you're going against no cornerbacks. Like it'll show up more in the actual game. Yeah, but the way I look at it is that I think this receiver room is just built well. You have something, and everyone can play a role. We'll see. I mean, that, okay, the the real quick. Or not, real quick. Fields to Mooney. Woo! Woo! What a sexy play that was. That ball was placed perfectly because there was a safety coming up. Like, Mooney had a step on the cornerback, but the safety was coming up. So, Fields overthrew that ball. That's a pick, but he put it at the back shoulder, the perfect spot. Woo! That's some good chemistry. That's the spicy chemistry they have. I ask you, Mm -hmm. Fields. If you had to give him a grade, like an 80%, 85%, 87%, 90%, what would it be on his performance? I'm going to go check the stats. Um, I'm I'm leaning towards like, okay, 7 for 13. Wait, no, that's Travis. (laughs) 4 for 7, 48 yards. Um, I'm going to go... Seventy-five, something like that, maybe a little lower, because wasn't a great performance. I would say some great throws. Obviously, Mooney makes it go way higher, which is showing you the potential. And the throw to Sharp was also good on third down, but not very productive. I think lower. Give me like seventy because ball was not being moved on the field. Um, and I know that some of it wasn't his fault because there was a lot of pressure being put on. And I think he had some throws that, uh, like to Khalil Herbert, that might have been not placed perfectly, but it could have been catchable. But seeing, especially seeing uh, the opposition, seeing Mahomes march down the field so easily, like just seriously, just boom, 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 done. And then seeing fields, um, it definitely made me recognize that there's a lot of progress still to be made. How about you? I'm a bit more positive. I still have a 78, which is not that, that high. That is a very specific grade. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, you know, I'm specific. I know mm-hmm. I have a thought in mind, and it's that Fields played well. He had some really good throws. Some of the passes he made weren't his fault. He just messed up on a few things, and there weren't like small things. It was, you know, when the protection broke down, he kind of still panicked. And like, yeah, uh, it's true. Protection broke down. He he looked around. He didn't check his reads fast enough. And yeah. And I know this is not his fault, but I'm just so scared. that I think he's going to have a really good year. I'm very confident. I'm scared he'll get injured. 
That is my biggest concern. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm shocked that that was not called roughing the passer when he got when he slid. That was terrible. That was a terrible call. Horrible. I don't know how they allowed that. I mean, obviously, I understand how they allowed that, but like, it was just ridiculous. Like, how are the referees even still like employed? I get it's not like that crazy. It was a first time ref. They're like, it was his first game. I was like, wow, really? That's that's shocking. Yeah. Um, disappointing to see. Yeah. So I was just like, you know, kind of bothering me, but whatever. Um. Yeah. I think that's pretty much most of the preseason game, right? We won. Good game. Some good defense. Yeah. I was very happy. I, I watched Oh, defense turned it on after Mahomes yeah. and the starters went out. They, the second team couldn't do anything. If so you watch great. Travis Gibson closely, Travis Gibson and Al-Kadeen Muhammad, they were at the quarterback over and over and over. It's true. Yeah. I, one time it was annoying. Uh, Travis Gibson like was right at Patrick Mahomes. And, and then, then he threw it. it to Kelsey. You see what I'm talking I, about? Yeah. I know exactly. Yeah, I was so high, and then he went to Kelsey. Even though we're biased, I truly believe that Travis Gibson could have an unbelievable year. Make the bet now. Travis Gibson leads the team in sacks. Make your bets now, Bears fans. I'm telling you, Travis Gibson will lead this team in sacks. Why one? He's he's a just a great player. I've seen it firsthand. I've talked to him firsthand. He's a phenomenal player, and I know it's coming up. But two. Robert Quinn could be traded midway through the season. There yeah. you go. And and oh. Travis had what eight nine sacks last year. Yeah, Travis played really well considering the fact that he was behind Mac for like half the year. You know, he just mm-hmm. had a really good year, and he's gotten better. And I feel like every single thing I hear, it's like I don't hear Travis Gibson with like you don't. I hear his name a lot. Like a lot, a lot. I've been hearing Travis Gibson's name almost more than Robert Quinn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's everywhere. It's. I'm not saying like people. Oh, not- I actually I heard some exclusive news about Robert Quinn. Yes. Uh, from a from a custom from the then interview. Yes. His favorite. If you had to drink a gallon of any drink. Condiment. 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 <laughs> condiment. Fine. I asked. I asked Robert Quinn. At training camp, if he had to drink a gallon, I could actually just pull up the we have a video somewhere. Maybe it's do you have the video on your phone? You could like, I don't, unfortunately, but okay, whatever. We'll, we'll show them at some point. We'll make a little sound effect of it, like they do on the real podcasts. Yeah, so, um, but it's it's a true, it's a real report. Yeah, uh, Robert Quinn, if he had to drink a gallon of any condiment, it'd be sweet tea. So, think about that when you're making your predictions for the Bears this year. Yes, also, also, Pat Scales. Olive oil. Olive. These are real questions we ask the various <laughs> players. Uh, by the way, Darnell Mooney is not a pineapple on pizza type. Darnell guy. Mooney not a pineapple pizza guy. Um, there was no question about it too. He was zero hesitation, just pepperoni. Should we more, go through all them? More, maybe maybe we just bring up naturally. Maybe we just bring up these facts naturally in conversation when we're talking about the players instead yeah. of just listening it off all now. We just say, oh yeah, and I kind of like that. Okay, so back to um, Robert Quinn. Pretty good. Okay, what else is there? Thoughts on um Yeah, I don't like Daz Newsome. <laughs> I just don't like Daz Newsome. Fun fact. Why? Yeah, I just don't think he's that good. Oh, that's true. Um I think he could be fine, but I don't think he's unbelievable. I think he's just like there. This team is so interesting. 
the Bears? Yeah, man. I mean, I don't know how many wins to give us, but that'll I, be that'll be another episode. Yeah, I'm just I going kind of off that. We don't have to talk about it that much, but I could I could see a scenario where this Bears team is actually good. It's low. No. No, no, no scenario. Mm. Not actually good as in like there's a very limit. You mean playoff making the playoffs? Like it's a seven seed. I don't see a scenario. I don't see it. I'm sorry, I don't. All right. Unless we're talking fields goes monument dilly crazy level, we just have zero talent. We have actually no talent. We have fields and Quinn. You're underestimating this defense. Yeah, but you're talking you're talking proven talent. We have fields and Quinn. Those are not even we have Robert Quinn. Robert Quinn is the only proven talented player on our team, and he's old. Jalen Johnson. After one season. I mean, in a productive two. season. Robert Quinn and Jalen Johnson. Okay. You know what I mean? I yeah. actually have I think this defense could be good, but I'm just saying, like No, I'm not I'm not betting on it. I agree. I'm not betting on them to be good. I'm just saying that I could see a scenario where, you know, Jalen Johnson plays well, Robert Quinn plays well, you know, Travis Gibson steps up. This defense is just good because, you know, Matt Eberflus is kind of good at being a defensive coach. Yeah, I, you know, oh, you know what? There was a lot of penalties. There was a lot of penalties in that game. So maybe it's just an inherent thing. Maybe just we're destined to have a bunch of penalties because I thought that was a Nagy thing. I thought Eberflus didn't get penalties, but, you know, based on one game of preseason, it seems like it's wrong. So we're going to have to see what happens there. I'm going to be pissed off. Oh, my God. Penalties are so annoying. So annoying when it's like a false start on second and three. Yeah. Just kidding. We never get second and three. When it's a false start on second and eight, and then it's second and 13. No, it's usually like a false start on second and 13, and then we're second and 18. Second and 18. You get the point. I, I just hate those dumb penalties so much. Yeah. No, I agree. But so many of those last year. Speaking on the defense, you know, you have to look at it this way. In an ideal situation, you have Matt Eberflus, who's taken a lot of defenses, which I could argue have been worse in Indianapolis and taken other mm-hmm. defenses. That's true. Um, if you sign, I think we will. We can talk about it. If we re-sign Roquan. I think this defense is a lot of talent. You have to look. That's at true. Quarterback. Then we'll have Roquan. Then we will have Roquan. So that's another proven talent, but he doesn't if count have, yet. If you have Roquan, what like what position are you lacking? On defense, you're saying? Yeah. Like safety for now, because you don't know about Brisker. And cornerback too, because you don't know about Gordon. And yes. but I mean, I, I know the I know the rookies look really good, but still, I'm just saying. No, no, I most positions. You're lacking but, most positions who aren't also we don't have a lot of size on the on the D line, like a nose tackle or something like that. We don't really have that's fair, but this is you don't need a nose we tackle. We have Tonga. We have Tonga. Yeah, you don't really need a nose tackle in this defense so much. Because it's a four, because we have four guys. It's yeah, a four-three. It's a four-three instead of a three-four. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's interesting. What are your thoughts on the shift? Quite honestly, I don't really know that much about it, but it'll be interesting. I think it's really good for Travis Gibson. He played in, as a four-three defender, which is like a, a four-three linebacker, which is like a right, which means hands on the dirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which means, which is interesting. I know this is kind of going off, and I don't even like PFF, but PFF had like Travis Gibson with like a seven, like. Some some rating, but he had like a ninety like pass rush rating and like a fifty like um um coverage rating. So like, none of the none of the guys on the O line, like none of the four are going to play coverage. Rarely, 
That's so interesting. So then how come in a in a three four, the three go into coverage when there's more oh, guys no. behind them? The three oh, the, the coverage the the the, the linebackers. The four. Yeah. Okay, I'm trying to figure out defenses here. Wait, so the four, let's say it's a three four defense. Yeah. The four and back are four are two cornerbacks and two linebackers. Two, they're all four linebackers. For example, like Khalil Mack and R- Robert Quinn were. Okay, I got it now. I got it now. And then the other four are safeties and corners. Okay, I understand. But going back to the Bears defense, yes, they're not proven, but they're not a hole either. Having Kyler Gordon and Jaquan Brisker, it's not a hole. It's not a strength yet, but it's not a hole either. This Bears team, if they get Robert Quinn, they don't have real, really big holes. I don't see them being weaknesses on this defense. Like, I don't see them. What, do you, what would you want for Robert Quinn? I know no one's talking about trading Robert Quinn right now because everyone's fixated on Ropon, which Orin has convinced me that we're going to get resigned Ropon. But let's talk Robert Quinn. What would you be content with receiving in return for Robert Quinn? A second and a fourth. Ooh, that's. I mean, midseason. That's the best case scenario. I think that's possible only if. <clears throat> We if Robert Quinn is having a really productive first part of the season and there's a team who's really hot and, and wants it right now, and like the Bengals, the Bengals might give that. I Even the Rams because they just seem to have an infinite amount of picks, you know? I could see so many teams, like genuinely so many teams. Yeah, but also you could see if Robert Quinn gets injured or like just isn't productive, he's 32 years old, then he's that price is going to drop down significantly. So a lot depends on how he plays in these in this first few games. But my thought is that Robert Quinn, like, yes, I would love for him to be good. And I don't think we can get a second and a fourth. I think in an ideal world we can. I don't. Of think course, I'm saying. I like, don't know what was what, what what was Von Miller. I don't know, but honestly, who would you rather have? I this Von is, Miller. You really? Wait, think I'm, no, I'm not saying. But I'm, I'm I'm posing the question. Von Miller age? Excuse me. Thirty right now or when he was traded for? Because he was traded for like a few years ago. They're like the same age. He was traded for this year, I think. Yeah, he was traded for this year. So was he 33 or 32 when he was traded for? 32. But either way, this season, um, Von Miller, 2019 Von Miller had eight sacks. This season, Von Miller had 9.5. Robert Quinn this season had um, 18 and a half. Wow. Okay. 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 So the and also they got wait, let me check out the Von Miller. I did not Robert Quinn was really good last season. I didn't really like so, remember it that much, honestly. Robert, um okay, just saying they they got a second and a third round pick for Miller. Okay. And look, I think, I think in my opinion, Miller you get more for than 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 Quinn because Miller is a bigger name. Miller has experience. Super Bowl. In- yeah, they wanted the Super Bowl experience when they were but, getting him, the Rams. Yes. And he's also, I think, yes. But quite honestly, if you look at it and like, you could argue that you would rather have Quinn and it would be quite valid. Okay. Well, I don't know. This is a silly argument anyway. But okay, fine. Second and a fourth. Yeah, I would love a second and a fourth. I was thinking you're getting like a fifth rounder for Quinn, but I guess not. I guess. I don't know. My valuations on some of these players are so messed up because they just seems, I don't know, some crazy stuff, trades, you know? Trades are kind of stupid. Like some players you can get like a first and a third. Some players you got like a fifth for, you know? It just doesn't really make sense. Yeah. It's just and like, I mean, 
it does make running sense. backs go for low. That's that's yep. pretty much the rule. But, but then it's like it gets weird with backup quarterbacks. It gets weird with like Baker Mayfield and those types, like Sam yeah. Darnold. Like, what is Sam Darnold going for? Yeah, like a fourth less. I don't. It's know. I don't know. It's weird. It's just, it's like a weird way it works. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's end up talking about Roquan Smith. Is that is Roquan Smith? Yes. Okay. I'll ask you this: Are you willing to pay Roquan Smith three million dollars more a year than the than the highest paid linebacker, um, Darius Lander, right now? So I'm not good with money. You know that. I'm not good with with these calculations. Um, I don't know how much is Darius Lander making. Nineteen a year, million. Nineteen million a year. Roquan wants like twenty two a year. Roquan wants so he wants like a four year eighty eight mil contract. More four year, yeah, four year ninety mil. The Bears offered him five years, I think ninety five mil. For real? Yeah. Confirmed. I. It's a rumor. It's not confirmed. And he didn't accept. No, and he's. Oh, it's one thing of not accepting. The other thing is, he posted. This is before it even happened. This is their initial offer. The Roquan is like, I they, they don't respect me. That's tied for the most money for a linebacker, middle linebacker. Wait, there's rumors. I'm I'm looking at a bleacher court. Roquan Smith, top paid linebacker offer, not real contract, way back voted. What does way back voted mean? <laughs> Wait. Okay. Ian, according to Ian Rappaport, they can make him the highest paid linebacker in the NFL, which my understanding is their offer, but it's not real. It's not a real highest paid offer. What they're okay. Uh, I think what, what what from what I'm hearing is that it's not like there are a couple. There's a couple of things they asked him to do in a deal that he does not want to do. What does that mean? I it's not like weird things like Kyler Murray not playing like Call of Duty or something. It's like stipulations. Yeah. It's saying that the Bears, what they want to do is they're going to say, we're going to take a lot of your money and we're going to pay a lot of it to you towards the end of your contract. Mm-hmm. Proposed de-escalators that not a single player out of the 94 non-QB 15 million plus contracts has. Pretty much mm. the, the Bears are trying to be smart with the money where they're trying to make this contract five years, 95 million. But in reality, they're playing around with it. So it's still the same amount of money. It's just beneficial for the Bears salary cap because, you know, the Bears are kind of finally being smart with their money and kind of figuring out how to utilize it best. Like, you know, the Rams have an infinite amount of money. Yeah. That's because they're smart. They don't just give out like two year, $16 million contracts to Jimmy Graham. They would never do that. <laughs> They're not uh, do we really give two years 16 million to Jimmy Graham? 16, 16. Yeah, 16. I know. Yeah. That is terrible. Guaranteed, fully guaranteed. That is the word. That is an awful contract. No, sorry, sorry. The first year was fully guaranteed. The second year, Ryan Pace could have released him, but instead he kept him and he let go of like Patterson or something, which is like. Because like it's Jimmy Graham. Oh my god. I actually thought Jimmy Graham could be good. Yeah. Whatever. But my thought about Roquan is that I he'll be back in my opinion. He wants to be back in Chicago. The Bears want him back. They just 
Roquan just needs to realize that, like, he's getting a good offer. Like, okay, he can ask for a tiny bit more, but I feel like him not having an agent, he doesn't understand what a good offer is. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's just like you know, without I'm 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 reading up on the situation now. Yeah, it's just like without an agent, he doesn't really know what like what a good offer is, how to negotiate, things like that. And he's kind of taking it. Initially, he got all the Bears fans on his side, but I think slowly and slowly after things are coming out, I think less and less people are on Roquan's side and people are looking at him and being like, you know, he's just looking for, like, what he's doing is not right. Like, a lot mm-hmm. of people are thinking that now. Yeah. Which is, like, not... Do you think he's really going to, like, sit out or anything? Like, what happens if he just doesn't sign a contract? How does that work? I don't even know. But the Bears have to trade him. He doesn't, like, you can't, re- like, requesting a trade, I don't think means anything. The Bears can just say we're not trading you. Right, that's what I'm saying. But he just might not play. And you also realize the Bears can franchise tag him after this year. Mm-hmm. If the Bears want to keep him, they can keep him for the next two years. He might not play this year. I don't know how it works on franchise tag if you're required to play or not, but I think we sign him back. I think everything will be forgotten, and I think it'll be great. But I also think that Roquan Smith is great, and I think he's criminally underrated, but I don't know if he's worth that much money. You don't think he's worth that much money? He's going to get paid that much money. That's just what the reality is. And don't we have a lot of money? We have a lot of money, but it's also setting a precedent. Right. Where, at this point, Ryan Poles is creating a culture. And mm-hmm. I'm really respect what Ryan Poles has been doing. I really do. He's stuck his ground. He said, you can't just mess with us. You can't go on mm-hmm. social media and say whatever the hell you want. He's not being like a, you know... He's setting a culture of, you know, you can't mess with us. Like, do whatever the hell you want. It doesn't matter. We are going to be the management. We're going to be the people on top instead of just being, you know, push-arounds. Yeah. I really respect because that's how an organization works. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. I agree. Um, I think this will all be resolved, which is very good. Good to hear. But how do you think it's going to be resolved? What What do you think is the solution? I mean, even if you say, even if people agree, even if the public agrees that Roquan is doing it wrong, and I, I got to finish soon. Even if the public sides against Roquan, but he's stubborn, how does this get resolved? I don't think it, it just gets resolved by a contract. By the Bears saying, we'll give you a tiny bit more money, and Roquan saying, fine, this is the best deal I'm going to get if I want to stay in Chicago. That's what he's going to have to do. I understand. Okay. That should do it for now. Don't you worry, though. We've got plenty more episodes coming up. Plenty more Bears discussion. What's that? Oh, yeah. Plenty more. Looking forward to episode 50 coming up next. Bear down. Bear down.